my guest received the most incredible impartation from heaven on how you can have a blessing attack. I didn't say a heart attack. I said a blessing attack. Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. There seems to be extremes. No one wants balance. And when it comes to money, there's an extreme of one group of people that say the only way you can serve God is to be penniless, give everything away, and perhaps go to India or China uh, and live exactly like them. Uh, and if you have money, uh, you're not right with God. Then there's another extreme that says unless you have a, a top car and a private jet, you're not right with God. What's the answer, especially with the times we're coming into? Uh, you don't have to be a prophet to realize uh, that uh, the United States of America is not a nation unto itself. I mean, we're all connected. And the debt situation, if it wasn't a government that could print their own money, uh, if it was your business, you wouldn't go to work tomorrow if you owed so much money. And that's why I asked Todd Kuntz to be my guest, because he has spent 20 years in wealth management in the natural arena and also in the supernatural arena. And I've got some questions that are bothering me, actually, that I need answers to. When I see someone get on religious television and say, if in the next 24 minutes you'll send $1,000, you will get out of debt, I have to tell you, it's a big turnoff to me. And there are numbers. Does God want every Bible believer to be a millionaire? I want to find these out, these questions out. But uh, Todd Kuntz, uh, uh, we met coincidentally. Yeah. I believe that it was God. Yeah. And to be candid with you, I would have never done a program like this unless we had met and become friends on a social basis. Uh, and I began to see the integrity that you walk in. But what I want to find out is a bit about your background. I know that uh, you, you had a very tough childhood. Yes. Uh, you were on Ritalin three times yes. uh, a day. You were hyperactive. Uh, they didn't know what to do with you. But at age 10, you had a visitation from God. Tell me about that. You know, at the age of 10, I was uh, hyperactive on Ritalin three times a day. And on a Friday night, God saved me. On a Saturday night, He healed me. And on a Sunday, I preached my first message. God called me as a preacher. You know, it said I was voted least likely to succeed twice. I flunked the second grade twice. I had reading problems, math problems. Yeah, you think you have problems. <laughs> I mean, how would you like to start life like that? But Todd had a secret weapon. You know what the secret weapon was? 
a praying mother. Yes. Am I right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, I would come home from school each day and children would be making fun of me and I would come home crying and my mother would take me in her arms and she would say to me, Todd, it doesn't matter what others say about you. You can be anything, you can do anything, and nothing can stop you with God on your side. You, uh, I'm going to go back to your visitation. God actually spoke to you. What did he say? I'll never, never forget it. I was 10 years old laying in the bed and I looked up and Jesus stood at the foot of my bed and he began to speak to me. And he said, Todd, I have called you to be an evangelist. And he said, through your life, there will be millions won to the kingdom of God. Millions will be saved because of the call I have on your life. How does a 10-year-old handle a word like that? It was supernatural. I'm here today because of that visitation. I cried. I cried and could not stop crying. I cried all night long. I went to my mother and told my mother what had happened, and she began to cry. The presence of God was so strong. Um, my reaction was just in tears. Um, that's all I, that's the only way I knew how to explain it because it was such a divine moment, such a, it was a presence enveloped with love and I could sense the love. I could sense, I guess the best way to say it is peace, so peaceful. Well, we Jewish people have a word for that. It's called shalom. Yes. Peace. Yes. Oh, okay. What about the hyperactivity and the, and the Ritalin three times a day? Well, you know, uh, like I said on a Saturday night, I said, God, if you can save me, then you can heal me. Mm -hmm. And the preacher said, absolutely, Todd. So he prayed with me and my mother, and I got up from that altar, and I've never taken a pill since. God completely and totally healed me of hyperactivity. Okay, you're an adult. You get into uh, financial problems. Yes. Uh, you're making, it's according to my notes, you're making uh, uh, $800 a month and your expenses are $1,500 a month. That's not as bad as the United States government, but it's bad. You, you're not going to exist. Oh. And, and you got desperate and you prayed to God. What it happened? Was, it was a horrible time in my life. And you have to understand that I was a Christian. I was a believer. I was, uh, I was a preacher at the time. But I remember in my two-bedroom apartment in Aiken, South Carolina, looking at my stack of bills equaling $1,500 a month. I remember being very, very frustrated. I remember looking up to heaven and saying, God, how can, how can someone, someone who has so much give me so little? And I'll never forget the Holy Spirit speaking to me and saying, to get what God has, you have to do what God says. That phrase changed my life because I knew God, I knew Jesus as my Savior, but I did not know Him as my Jehovah Jireh, as my provider. You know, the gospel, the Bible has two parts. And I share this when I teach biblical economics God's way. The person of Jesus and the principles of Jesus. The person of Jesus gets you ready for the next life. His divine principles get you ready for this life. One is the love of God, John 3:16. The other is the law of God, Deuteronomy chapter 28. One's the life, one's the king, one's the kingdom. I knew him as my savior, but I did not know him as my Jehovah Jireh. I was breaking his biblical laws. Uh, okay, and, and one thing in particular was tithing. Tithing, Malachi chapter three. Will a man rob God? Yet you've robbed me of tithes and offerings. See, my outgo was $1,500 a month. My bills were $1,500 a month, but my income was only $800 a month. 
And I said to God, God, you don't need my money. I need it more than you need it. How, how, why would you want... Hold that thought. I have an idea that some of you have said the same thing to God. But wait till you find out when Todd started following the biblical principles, his life so turned around. I mean, it is amazing. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this word. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. For he himself is our peace, who has made both Jew and Gentile into one, and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall. His purpose was to create in himself, to create in himself. His purpose was to create one new man, one new man, one new man, один новый человек, the Adam Hadash Echad, one new man. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, it's Sid Roth here. I'm speaking with Todd Kuntz, and we found out that Todd was like many of you that are watching right now. His income, $800 a month. His expenses, $1,500 a month. You can't exist too long on that type of a scenario. So he got desperate, and God gave him answers. And God said, you're not obeying my principles. And he started obeying the principles from the Bible. And uh, he hears the most illogical thought in the world, but he knew it was God. He heard, go buy your wife flowers. Was it her birthday? Was it Valentine's Day? Oh, oh Sid, I was in love. <laughs> okay. No special occasion, I was in love. I, had, uh, I was sitting at home in the two-bedroom apartment, and I had began to practice the law of the seed, or seed time harvest, according to Genesis 8.22, God's biblical principle, what you sow, you'll reap. You remember when God said to me, to get what I have, you have to do what I say. God talked to me about Malachi 3, returning the tithe and the offerings into the kingdom of God for the purpose of the gospel being preached. I started practicing that. I set aside $20 each week consistently, which was a tithe of 200 a week into the kingdom of God. Well, it was probably about a month after that, God spoke to me and said, uh, I want you to go see your wife. Now, at the time, I was on foot. Uh, I had wrecked my car. And by the way, I want to mention this. Many times when we obey God, Satan doesn't like it. Warfare begins to happen. When we enter a, the world of the supernatural, uh, the devil doesn't like it. So he began to attack me, began to try to get me to back up from obeying Malachi chapter 3. And within a series of weeks, I had wrecked and totaled my car. Now I'm on foot. Now I'm walking to see my wife where she's working, and it's about a three-mile walk. Halfway, I'll never forget this, the, the place is still there. Halfway, I looked across the street, and there was a flower shop. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, I want you to go buy your wife some flowers. Well, that didn't seem really illogical to me because I was in love. I walked across the street. I went into the flower shop and I was looking for flowers and I found myself in front of a flower cabinet, empty of flowers. A person came up to me and said, can I help you? I said, yes, I'd like to buy yeah, some, like flowers. To buy some flowers. So they said, we don't have any red roses. I said, I'd like to buy some carnations. They said, we don't have any carnations. I said, I'd like to buy some flowers. And they said, we don't have any flowers. 
And that was odd to me. Why would God send me to a flower shop void of flowers? Then I just thought, well, that wasn't really God speaking to me. That was me being in love. I walked up to the counter and I had picked up a teddy bear instead. And he said to me, he said, what, what is, is it, it that, you, that do? you do? Well, Sid, I had just entered the financial arena. This has been over 20 years ago. I had just become a financial advisor and I didn't know a lot, but I was learning. I was being mentored. And, but I never had anybody ask me that question. Just out of the blue, he said, what is it that, what you, is do? It that you do? I said, well, I'm a financial, financial advisor. And he said to me, that's interesting. He said, I've just got a lump sum payout from my employer. How would you like to manage my money? That's exactly what it is. How would you like to manage my money? You didn't have to money? make a thousand cold calls in order to find one person that wanted, and, and he didn't know you were just starting either. He had no idea. In fact, I'm getting chill bumps right now up, up my back because I still remember that day. And then it dawned on me. God wasn't sending me there to buy flowers. He was sending me there, and this is a phrase I've got, to bless my socks off. That person became my client. Three of his friends became my client. And within six months from that divine connection, I had more money in my hands than I had had in the previous 10 years combined. You know, the thought that I have as Todd is sharing right now, uh, in his mind, he liked the word that God gave him, go buy your wife some flowers. But what if God had told him to uh, uh, go, go to a particular store and look for a uh, polka dot blue and green tie? That'd make no sense, but it would have yeah. gotten him where God wanted for yes. a purpose. So yes. obedience is what I'm learning from this. But what I've got to ask Todd right now is uh, there are a lot of concerns that I have and that you have on those that raise money on religious television. Uh, question number one. Yes. Does God want every Bible believer to be a millionaire? I believe that God wants every Bible believing person to live the abundant life. And it's not just money. He wants you to have abundance in your family, your business, your home, in joy and happiness. But I also believe that does include financial resources. You know, in my teaching, I teach nine biblical reasons why God wants you to have more. You know, God's the God of more than enough. In Genesis 1 and verse 28, God told Adam and Eve to multiply, subdue the earth, and to have dominion. I say it this way. He told them to do more, to be more, to have more. Sid, this ministry is preaching the gospel all over the world, but you have to have resources to do that. Matthew 28, Jesus' last instruction that he ever gave the disciples and you and I was to go into all the world and preach the gospel. You can't do that without finances. Okay, next question. I want to know when someone gets on TV and says, if you will send $1,000 in in the next 24 minutes, the next 100 people that do that, their debts will be totally wiped out. How do you justify that, Todd? Every, everything is by faith. Hebrews 11 and verse 6 says, without faith you can't please God. And I want to pick up this word that you mentioned just a moment ago, obedience. Obedience is the only proof of faith. God's instructions often will be illogical, but they'll always be doable because God wants you to take a step of faith. God's moved by faith. You know, there's a phrase that really changed my life. God's not moved by my need. He's moved by my faith. Hold that thought. That was a powerful statement. 
God's not moved by your need. He's moved by your faith. I've got so many more questions. We're running out of time. Don't go away. Be right back. I want to find out what, what he heard from Oral Roberts that changed his life just before Oral was promoted to heaven. Be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. We invite you to go on to our website at sidroth.org forward slash 1977 to watch a special presentation of our 35th ministry anniversary celebration. It happened on Thursday, March 22nd, when Sid Roth Ministries held its special 35th anniversary celebration of Messianic Vision and its Supernatural, and the dedication of our brand new Media and Mentoring Center in Charlotte, North Carolina. Sid shared before an audience of enthusiastic partners and friends how he became a Jewish believer in Messiah Jesus. Then he shares how God has miraculously used the It's Supernatural TV program to reach millions worldwide with the gospel. There was a time of anointed worship. Then we recorded our first It's Supernatural TV program with special guest Guillermo Maldonado in front of an audience in our new Charlotte, North Carolina TV studios. The event concluded with local pastors praying over Sid and giving words of prophecy concerning the future of the ministry. Thank you, partners and friends, for your continued prayer and support of this ministry. Log on to our website to watch the entire 35th ministry anniversary celebration and dedication. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Todd Kuntz, and I'm asking him some pretty difficult questions. Uh, Todd, what about a widow that gives her last cent because she's seen someone on television that says, if you'll give right now, you'll get out of debt. She doesn't get out of debt. She's penniless now. Uh, what would you say to her? Well, Second, Second Kings chapter 4, verses 1 through 7 is an illustration just like that. A widow woman who had just a little bit of oil, when she cried out to God, and she was in a desperate scenario, by the way. When she cried to God, God dispatched a man of God, Elisha, who gave her that crazy instruction that often people have, have heard preachers give. And that was to take the oil, go borrow many vessels, take your two sons, lock yourself in a closet, and pour the oil. When she obeyed God, God gave her more than enough. God will often tell you to do something that is very illogical, that seems crazy. But you have to obey, you have to do it by faith. And when you receive by faith, when you give by faith, you receive by faith. And I believe with all of my heart that many people are getting harvest from seeds that they've sown that they have not recognized. You don't always get money when you sow a seed for a harvest. And that's a very important point. Uh, people think uh, that God's a heavenly slot machine. Yeah. But <laughs> there are so many ways He's going to give you a harvest from that gift that you give. Uh, but, but, but let me, I've got to go to a couple other okay. questions. Uh, the Bible is very clear yes. about the love of money, yes. that it's more difficult for a wealthy man to yes. uh, get to the kingdom of heaven and then for a camel to go through the eye, the of, eye a of a needle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's kind of scary. Yes. Why yes. would anyone want to be wealthy? Well, the key to that verse is the love of money the love of money. And you don't have to be wealthy to love money. I've met as many poor people who loved money as rich people. 
See, money is neutral. It's neither good nor bad. Money takes on the personality of the person who has it. You give the mafia money and evil things are done. You give Al-Qaeda money, evil things are done. You give money to someone like this ministry or to a ministry that's feeding hungry children or building orphanages, they take the money and it becomes something good in the hands of good people. Money's neither good nor bad. It takes on the personality of the person who has it. So I believe that God wants to bless us for the sole purpose, for the sole reason, the foundational reason so that we can bring in the end time harvest of souls. So we can preach the gospel. Okay. What, it seems to me the appeal for money is more <clears throat> moving towards greed, uh, uh, moving uh, uh, as opposed to moving towards uh, expanding God's kingdom. What, what do you feel? I believe it? the foundational reason for sowing into the kingdom of God, Luke 6, 38, Genesis 8, 22, Galatians 6, 7, Malachi 3, the primary reason is for the furtherance and the preaching of the gospel. This word greed, the only cure for greed is giving. You know, the world has a system that is bankrupt. I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk to you. Yeah. You have large sums of money pouring into your ministry. Yes. What do you do with your money? How do you avoid oh, greed? Oh, that's a great question. Giving. Last year alone, the ministry provided over a million meals hungry children. We repair cliff lip of children, provide water in Haitians. I was one of the first persons who had given to this particular, uh, when the Japan, the tsunami hit. Okay. <clears throat> you giving, got to know. the key. You got to know Oral Roberts. Yes. Uh, the last three years of his life, you spent a great deal of time with him. Yes. What would you say is the greatest key that he gave you that you want to tell our people? Expectation. If there's anything that I want to tell you today that you need to get a hold of is the word expectation. Sid, expectation is the breeding ground for miracles. Expectation is the breeding ground for the supernatural. The God that we serve is a God that performs miracles. And I don't know there at your home what you're going through, what you're facing, but expectation is the key. Expectation magnifies your faith. Expectation can limit your faith. Expectation is the heartbeat of faith. If there's anything Dr. Oral Roberts taught me, he taught me expectation. Believe God because he's a good God. He's a good God. Uh, you told me something else. The minute Oral gave oh, money, yes. tell yes. me what went on inside we were, of him. We were sitting having lunch one day and I said, Dr. Roberts, what's one of the greatest secrets you've learned about Genesis 8:22, the law of generosity, seed faith. He said, that's easy. He says, sowing a seed for a desired result, naming my seed against a need. And then he said, he said, Todd, when I sow my seed, I forget about it. I never think about it anymore. I said, you don't think about it. He says, my mind transitions to receiving mode. He said, as a farmer sows a seed, he now no longer thinks about the seed, he thinks about the harvest. Dr. Robert said, I think about the harvest, I dream about the harvest. He said, I look for the harvest. He said, Todd, if you don't look for the harvest, it'll pass you by. And do you realize that without faith, you can't please God? And that's what Todd is explaining. Now, Todd received a tremendous impartation from Dr. Oral Roberts. And I would like Todd to pray for you. I want you to pray the spiritual scales come off yes, of the eyes yes. in reference to money. Yes. To our, because we're coming into a time 
that yes. there will be a great wealth transfer, but not to everyone, because without faith you can't please God. And I want that anointing to just mm. penetrate you right now. Would you pray? Yes. God has given me a breakthrough anointing, and I want to pray over your life today. I don't know what you're going through, what you're facing, but I'm going to ask God to remove the scales from your eyes and give you a revelation, a revelation that God wants to bless you for the purpose of the kingdom. Father, we come into your presence today, and we understand that you are a covenant God, you are a supernatural God, and nothing with you is impossible. I pray now for my friend watching right now by television. I come into a covenant with you there at your home, and I decree, according to the Word of God, that a breakthrough anointing would fall upon your life. The scales would be removed from your eyes, and you would see what you have not seen before. Father, I pray that your blessings will come upon your people, according to Deuteronomy 28. I decree it today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Todd. You have clarified so many points. I believe that as the anointing penetrates and you do what God told Todd to do, you read the Bible and you do what God tells you to do, you will get the same results that Todd has. You and your family don't have to live in fear of the future. You can walk in supernatural health, blessings, and financial freedom. For over 20 years, Todd Coons has helped thousands obtain the covenant promises of God and manage wealth according to supernatural biblical principles. Now he wants to mentor you. Call now and get Todd Coons Financial Freedom Pack, including his two books, Please Don't Repo My Car, How My Financial Life Changed in 24 Hours, and Seven Most Common Money Mistakes and How to Avoid Them, and his audio CD teaching 10 Promises of the Covenant Blessing, yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9137. I would urge you to get this today. God has called me, God has anointed me as a financial teacher and a financial deliverer. When you get it today, I'm telling you, it will change your life. And this year will be the best year you've ever had. Through this financial freedom pack, you will learn how to unlock your supernatural financial breakthrough. Discern when God is speaking to you about your finances. Understand four immutable laws of financial increase, seven points to receiving your financial harvest, nine biblical principles why you need more money, God's supernatural systematic blessings plan, secrets concerning money that no one will tell you, Obtain supernatural victory over the enemy's attacks, divine protection, faith to believe God for anything. In this book, you're going to learn the number one mistake that I see everybody making. You're going to learn how to correct it, and within days, you're going to correct it and have more money in your hands. You can live a debt-free life. I show you how. There is the knowledge of the Word that you're going to get. But just as important, there is an anointing on Todd's life that will be an impartation for you as you read his material. Included in his audio CD teaching are Todd's anointed prayers to release supernatural finances, healing, and blessings into your life. Today, your business will prosper, your health will prosper, your heritage will be blessed, that you will possess the land and the 10 promises will move in your life. The most popular CD that I've ever taught, taken out of Deuteronomy chapter 28. God will command the blessing on you. 
He'll make you the head and not the tail. He'll make you above and not beneath. You'll lend and not borrow. You'll be blessed in the city. You know the blessing is on your life. Don't miss out on getting Todd Kuhn's Financial Freedom Pack, including his two books, Please Don't Repo My Car, How My Financial Life Changed in 24 Hours, and Seven Most Common Money Mistakes and How to Avoid Them, and his audio CD teaching 10 Promises of the Covenant Blessing, yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9137. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9137 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. Get ready to hear the ancient mystery revealed. How to access God's nuclear power.